0: We're good? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, good evening, uh, everyone, and welcome to another um,
1: episode of, of
0: J3. How are you, Jay? How's it going?
1: It's, it's great. Everything is great. Very and yourself?
0: I, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I haven't gone crazy from quarantine yet, but I am um, able to, to get around and, and, and do most of what needs to be done. For this particular episode, we have the distinction of presenting our um, first guest. I'd like to introduce him. Uh, he's a resident of, of Panama, uh, and his name is Juan. And Juan, uh, just say hello, uh, introduce yourself.
2: Okay, good evening, my name is Juan. I am a citizen of Panama. I live in Panama City, Panama. I'm very delighted to be here and to participate in this issues. to, I'm in to share some experiences and ideas with with you, participating here. Yeah. All right,
1: very good. Yeah, so the topic today uh, that we would like to touch on is uh, illegal immigration, because uh, this topic is an international topic, not just U.S. topic. That is true. There are uh, other countries in the world uh, besides the United States where this is an issue and uh, we have proponents and opponents of the issue and uh, you know same same for other countries so uh it'll be very interesting to hear what our neighbor south to our border in in panama his his personal experiences in his country and uh his opinion about this issue so
0: yeah and and let me just let me just interject um jay actually what you're saying is, is absolutely correct or is, abs- is, is right. I, it resonates with me because um, it is an international issue. And we're always, uh, well, being that we're here in the States, we, we have our pe- peculiar perspective on the issue. But uh, like you said, it's really, it's going to be really interesting to hear. Um, so, like a, a, an international perspective, someone from another yes. locale. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, Let me just let me just add, Jay, that um, we and Juan that uh, we have listeners uh, I know around the world. Uh, Some of them are many are in Europe, and uh, we know that it's a big issue in Europe, illegal immigration. So I'm sure our European listeners would be um, interested in hearing what Juan has to say uh, from his perspective. So uh, why don't we start?
0: Yeah, so Juan, just tell us a little about yourself and you know how you ended up here. (laughs) Just (laughs) give (laughs) us.
2: Okay, perfect. Good question. Okay, first I would like to introduce myself. As as I said, I am Juan from Panama. Okay, I was interested in Polish, My English. That was (laughs) the beginning of this story. Of course, I need more practice. I, I didn't live in, a, I, I wouldn't be immersed in a English. I mean, environment. So um, I could explain a little bit about what is my opinion, or my opinion is about immigration in general. Uh, from the point of view of a citizen of Panama, no, I I I, I don't pretend to be an expert in this issue. I'm not an expert in American uh, immigration into the United States. But well, what is happening here is a worldwide problem everywhere. We are receiving people in Panama coming, especially for neighboring countries, Venezuela, uh, Colombia and uh, Central America. Especially because uh, Panama has a um, better level of living. Yeah? is more developed, more Americanized than other countries in the region. But uh, at the same time, it's a small country, 75, 5,000 square kilometers, 4.5 million inhabitants, that means we have resources but they are limited. So I think that immigration is always um, a necessity, it's a plus, but depending on how you see that, for example, it's not just uh, opening the door to everyone willing to come to the country. I guess it's the same case in the States. We would prefer to receive well-educated people, people who could contribute to our economy, education, science, and uh, so on. But it is not always the case. We are receiving people that came to Panama to, how to say that, to have a better life, to have a better income. Not always well-educated, not always productive. I don't, I don't know what what is the case in the state. But anyway, there is some. Um, how to say that the share of corruption here, no? That means that uh, not always the government is seeking for the best, I mean, resource for the country or for the best interest of the country, no? Can, can I, been, can, yep, I'm see. sorry,
0: can I, can I interject? Um, so you, you're saying that there, there's a tie, there, there's a connection between corruption and, mm-hmm. and immigration. Um, can you expound on that just a little in terms of how that plays out?
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. Of course. Um, that means that uh, supposedly we are receiving people to contribute, to could contribute to our economy. You no. Know? Uh, for example, opening businesses. You no. Know, creating jobs. But um, the last time we are receiving people from Venezuela that come with no money, with no perspective, but they have uh, get to accumulate or, or, or some money in order to pay governmental officials to let them in. That is more or less what's happening here. No, is is uh, I am not speaking about all the cases, but there are, there have been cases not like this in Panama. So we have a lot of people coming. We have limited or scarce resources. I mean, for four and a half million receiving in Panama almost. 100,000 Venezuelans, uh, almost 200,000 Colombians, is is, is pretty. It's a, a, a very large number for I a see, tiny country. I see, Panama. I see. How, how does
0: that how does that impact the uh, the delivery of services? How does that impact services to to people? I so know here. Is a question. Yeah, because yeah, because mm-hmm. here the United States is a huge country okay. in comparison to the size of Panama. I could see that if you're receiving a lot of immigration, it's going to impact delivery of services
2: how does that play out for you guys of course if they pretend to receive services uh, from the government they aren't always contributing with the budget of the government they don't pay taxes not always uh-huh. I see they are engaged in informal jobs I mean so uh, of course that's impacts our economy our the services the services of the government There have been cases in which Venezuelans get medicines from, from the government for, for example to send to Venezuela hmm. and we like medicines uh, in, in this country uh, There have been cases like this uh if they would contribute to the economy to the budget you no know, it would be different but uh, the way are, they are coming and they are working for the kind of stuff they, they get getting here in Panama don't let the government to receive more in income more uh, taxes from them no but they are receiving from the government aids some money uh, some medicines education and so on no? and of course like this we the, our economy our I mean, services are impacted negatively
0: okay i see i see one of the arguments here is that you know people who emigrate emigrate here they impact uh, delivery of services. But at the same time, there's, there's a counter argument that they do work that supposedly that people here uh, have an aversion to or don't really want to do. So when, when you mentioned that they're there, I would have to wonder exactly what are they doing uh, you know, in terms of work? Um, what kind of work are they involved in? Uh, or is there even work for them?
2: Yeah, most engaged in informal jobs yeah, this is the main point the ones that don't pay taxes to the government a group of them the the ones that came first to panama were um business they tried to open business to offer jobs and so on. that's what very good but the second and third waves a lot of people came just to make a living or try to make a living during panama yeah. In using, I mean, this way, informal informal jobs that doesn't pay taxes. Or uh, trying to shift the system, for example, I am an engineer, I offer my services, I am a consultant in logistics. I try to get a contract, but I see, for example, there is a very a large number of competitors, not, 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 not very fair, so to speak. So they offer or they uh, are working for less money, not always they do a good job. But they don't care, they get the money they could, and they can go, or they can, and they can go to, back to Venezuela, and nothing happens. But the one who is living here is very preoccupied and aware that the person or the consultant should do a, a, a very good job. No, this is the, the problem here. No? And the Panamanians and some businesses and some businessmen who don't care or doesn't know enough about the situation, they just charge the services, charge the services and not always with a, a, a good result but they prefer paying less than hiring the Panamanians, that is the problem here at last they are aware, little by little they are a, a, knowing that these cases happen when they try to, to hire more Panamanian experts in very issue, but that's fair we lost a lot of opportunities job opportunities, contracts. Because of this um, unfair way of, of dealing in Panama, getting contracts in Panama. I
1: see. So I did a I did a quick math here. Um, mm-hmm. For a country of four million people, that Panama is, uh, with uh, two hundred thousand immigrants uh, from Venezuela and Colombia combined, that would translate to close to twenty million close to 20 million immigrants in the United States, which is, I, I, I can't even imagine uh-huh. what we would do with so many immigrants, how we would provide jobs for them, how we provide social services, uh, it's just beyond me. You, so um, my question to you, Juan, is, um, is it possible to find jobs for these people? Do you see an increase in crime because people have to resort to crime? These, these immigrants have to resort to crime because there are no jobs. What's going on in your country?
2: Ah, wow, well, it's a good question. It's really difficult to define, but uh, indeed, Panama is a peaceful country. We have had in the past problems. Noriega, you know that, about that, the invasion of Panama. But uh, the Panamanian people is one who love to live well, a good uh, life level, I mean, a good income, cars. Uh, in the country of the rest of the countries of Latin America, we have received a more Americanized education throughout the years. The American military was established here. Uh, was here where, was here in Panama for almost 100 years. So, once they came, I mean, these foreign people that are not the best who could offer, I mean, these this countries, the crime rate had increased, obviously. There are more problems with, the, indeed, with corruption. Um, uh, we have some cases of kidnapping, I mean, we haven't had that in the past. So, uh, that is because uh, they had to live in another reality is more tough in these countries. And they think that the opportunity we give them here, or they misuse this opportunity somehow. No? Because of that, I think that the government is the one to be charged with uh, picking out somehow, no? uh, who is the one to lead to, to getting in Panama. But this process is not uh, underway right now, no? You have some money if you can pay, for example, to enter Panama. You just pay and you enter Panama, no problem. There are lots. uh, There are other people, immigrants, that came to Panama who, indeed, they are working, they are creating business, they are creating jobs. But if I would define the amount of people, the percentage of foreign that do uh, do that, but create jobs and contribute. It would be less than forty percent of the people coming down to Panama, unfortunately.
0: So, so you're saying that a small, it's a not that large of a percentage of people who come, mm. uh, who emigrate there, uh, engage in these kinds of activities. a, yes. s- a small amount. which, which yes. is good. You know, I have to say, on on a side note, um, I, I I understand that you are a an educator. Of course. And, and and so am I. <laughs> um, this, yeah, I, yeah, I, I teach at, um, at City University in, in New York City. Um, one of my um, students last semester was from Panama. And oh. she made, yes, yes. And she, very, very nice lady. Um, she made it clear to me that I was to come to Panama and that her family would welcome me. And that I would have a really good meal mm-hmm. and so I said you know what book me on the next flight <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> really really nice nice person the, um, the issue that you laid out in terms of uh, people in terms of immigration sounds a lot like what we argue here what some people argue here that you know you have uh, the corruption involved you have uh, people you have the payments you have the other, other the, the other illegal activities associated with um, illegal immigration, and and yet at the same time, you have that need for the um for, for the for the work for the for the I guess you could call it almost like an underground economy that that they provide. i um, they're not you, you say they're not paying taxes. I'm sure ultimately becomes a drain, but do you think that Panamanians Panamanian citizens are willing to to um, engage in the kind of work activities that the uh, illegal immigrants engage in um, n- n- on top of that. I, the other thing that, I, that came to mind was um, you mentioned you're an engineer and you know, you have um, engaged in some contract um, work, but you have immigrants who come there or illegal immigrants who come there and they lowball you in terms of the price for the work that they provide. But it would seem to me that you may have some people who are lesser educated, but I would think that someone who could compete with you would have to at least have some level of education.